belief is that everyone is God, everything is God. And no matter how great my life is or how like awesome I've been able to raise my vibration and create all this amazing stuff, like what about that part of me? What about this person? What about that part of me? What about that part of me? So I'm just trying to get everyone on board the heaven on earth train and help people manifest their highest timeline and live their best life in the most self-loving and nourishing and gentle and healing way. So just please use me as a resource. That would be my request. Mm. I don't even want to say anything. That was- yes. Me neither. Me neither. No, I End just want to be like, end That's recording. And <laughs> mic drop. The mic drop. <laughs> Welcome, beautiful souls. You are tuned in to Love Human, Be Spirit. With us, I'm Amy, a 3-5 emotional manifester, right angle, cross of Eden. And I'm Monique, a 1-4 splenic projector, right angle cross of the vessel of love and we'd love to invite you to join us while we talk all things human and spirit through the lens of human design we'd like to offer you inspiration information and lived experiences while we're on this human ride together so buckle up or don't your choice we're here to celebrate your uniqueness and our own and offer a perspective that allows us to lean into what makes us special what makes us human. So let's do it. Get ready to laugh, cry, and everything in between. And we plan to have a lot of fun along the way. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Love Human Be Spirit. Oh my goodness, Monique and I are so excited today. We have a wonderful guest for you all. We have Kelsey Aida. And she is full of passion and energy. We are very, very divinely aligned, very similar uh, perspective on things. The beautiful thing for all you listeners, um, she understands and knows a little bit about design, but it's not the way that she has to show up. Although we are finding as we've been talking to her, she is living beautifully into her design. So we are just going to trust that whatever comes up today is exactly what's meant to. And we're going to go any and all directions like we always do. And now you got three of us that love to talk. So just buckle up, speed up the fucking playback rate if you have to. Okay. But there's going to be tons of deliciousness in this episode. So welcome, 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 Kelsey. We would love for you to share with us with your beautiful eight defined centers. She's a manifesting generator, by the way, a five, one emotional, and she has eight defined centers and her heart center is completely open like mine. So I, you know, nod to you. I understand. Living <laughs> the even, open-hearted way. Yes. yes. Some, some type of, uh, I don't know if courage is the word or determination or like stamina. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, we have got to know you a little bit and we would love for you to share all the ways that you show up in the world, true manifesting generator style, just the things that light you up. So share those yes. with us if you would, Kelsey. Uh, yes. Thank you for allowing me to be here. I'm really honored because I know I'm not a human design expert. I'm more of just like a human design enthusiast still learning. Um, so it's great to get your guys' perspective. And I did listen to an episode of your podcast, which I was like obsessed with. So I'm really excited to be here. And yeah, for anyone who's new to me and my world, my name is Kelsey Aida. Um, like the Italian opera, I always say it's actually my middle name, not my last name. My last name is even more hard to spell and pronounce. So I just kind of usually drop that part. <laughs> but I am, as she said, a multifaceted 
manifesting generator. I actually went to school originally to be a cosmetologist. Um, and I still do hair one day a week out of all the other things that I do. Um, but my main focus in work and helping humanity is to really help people heal, to raise their vibration, to live in alignment with their best selves, their highest timeline. And my specialties are really in the areas of like helping you manifest your desires and loving yourself deeply during and through that entire process. Um, so I help people via the books that I write. I'm an author first and foremost. Um, I also have a podcast called High Vibe In It that I co-host with my friend who's a hypnotherapist. And I host retreats. I have coaching calls with people. And I really just call myself this, like, this day and age. It took me forever, first of all, to figure out what to call myself. Because when you're a manifesting generator and you like to do a lot of shit, it's really confusing. People are like, what do you do? And I'm like, well, what don't I do is a better question. <laughs> Because between the books and the retreats and the coaching and the hair and the this and the that, it's like oh, most people are just like, how do you have the time to do all these things? And I'm just like, you just got to do all the things. I don't know. It's just natural, right? So yeah, basically it all falls under the theme of helping people to feel better, which I have learned in hindsight. Like that's why I became a cosmetologist to help people feel better from the outside in. But now I am more focused from the inside out energetically and spiritually and emotionally helping people to raise their vibration and heal. So that's a little bit about me. I love all that so much. And like, if you guys didn't hear our longtime listeners, like the synchronicities firing off about, you know, she's just really empowering people. I, you heard a lot of self-love if we, we say that on every single episode, so it's just divinely aligned. That's what I just keep coming back to, um, yes. which I, which I love so dearly, you know, I'm curious for our listeners, just because we do have more focus on human design. Although listen, you know, any kind of guests that we get to have, we cover what we're meant to cover. And it doesn't have to be what we will likely do is whatever you share. We'll come back and say, oh, this is how we see Kelsey living in her design or, you know, that kind of thing and wrap it up in a pretty little bow as best we can between my left arrows and Monique's right arrows. We'll cover it all. Um, and Kelsey has two of each. So she's just going to balance and harmonize us where we already are, which is awesome. But um, so I know I asked you this before we started recording, but kind of like, um, you know, when you first heard about human design, was that something that you're like, nah, that didn't mean anything to me? Or, you know, what was your connection like? And kind of when you did connect with it, if you have what's different for you, just curious about that to start off. Yeah, I'm someone who is really passionate about self-discovery. So when I was like, oh, another way to learn more about myself, I was into it. And I'm definitely, um, you know, understanding how energy works. And I am full hearted believer in astrology. And I figure this is kind of similar in a way when I first started learning about it, because based on your birthday, it's not like a test that you take. And so I was just like, yeah, this makes sense to me that people would have certain types who would be energetically constructed in certain ways and live in alignment in different ways than other people. And people are meant to work together to complete things. And when I first learned about it, I was excited. Um, I originally thought that I was a manifester because I like to move fast and I like to initiate and I like to create stuff like right when I'm like, oh, I want to do it. I just do it like I'm like the Nike just do it is like my personality. Okay. So if you could put that like slogan into a person, it would be me. Um, 
And when I was reading about the types before I found out my type, I was like, oh yeah, I'm totally a manifester, such a manifesting queen, blah, blah, blah. And then I actually figured out my type and I was like, manifesting generator, what is this? <laughs> I was like, I did not see that one coming. And I don't know why. I think it's just maybe I don't relate to the generator aspects of it as much because I see generator people as people who can be very consistent, have a lot of consistent energy where I don't feel like I have consistent energy at all. I feel like I'm like riding the ups and the downs and I have to go with the ebb and flow of my energy, um, which maybe you guys can enlighten me more on that based on what you've seen in my chart. Um, but I was, I was into it. I think a friend introduced me to it and then eventually on our podcast, High Vibe in It, we brought on a couple human design people because, you know, it's all about living your most high vibe life and like human design fits perfectly into that. So each time we would have someone on, I would learn a little bit more. And I've just been learning more here and there about myself and my chart and my partner's chart and my family's types. And I think it's a really beautiful way to see how people can work together, how they can appreciate each other's gifts how they can notice the differences and just be compassionate towards them. And all in all, I'm just always here for a good time to learn about myself and the people that I care about. I love it. I love it so much. So many things that she said, Monique, was it, I mean, do you not just see it in her design? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know. I'm really excited about this conversation. Uh, welcome back all of our listeners and anyone tuning in for the first time. I'm excited for you to tune into this episode because I'm, I feel like there's a lot of goodness that's going to come out here. I, I also feel like so many manifesting generators feel like they're manifestors, maybe at first, right? Um, and um, Kelsey, I don't, I don't know if you heard it on the one you listened to, but I often say that in my next life, I'm going to be a manifesting generator. I did that hear I, that. <laughs> yeah. I, like I made the deal. That's one of my jokes, my ongoing things that I've gone on with the universe, but I'm considering changing it to manifester as of late. Okay. But I don't know. I feel <laughs> like really you both, you both got some goods here to offer. I mean, we all do. Every type has their, their thing to offer. Of course. Um, we say that all the time, but I love that we get to um, have your beautiful 5-1 emotional manifesting generator ass on here today. Uh, and I Focus loved... on the emotional, let me tell you. <laughs> well, I mean, that's one of the things that, you know, you were saying you don't feel consistent. First of all, mm -hmm. mangens, you like drop that at the door. Hopefully that just gave you open permission just to flutter around and do like one day do this one day do that or all in one day you do the 17 things that you're you know that light you up and that's beautiful I feel like that mm -hmm. is the most relief we often witness with mansions they're just like oh I'm not like fucked up because I like doing all these things and I lack the focus like you know you often get labeled as having you know um ADHD or ADD or something like that you know it's just like first of all you have three defined motors you have the 3420 so you got that both um conscious and unconscious which means your body knows it and you know you're really energized to do it and do the thing that you're plugged into so um, you're truly living your design. A manifester, you'd be like, I'm excited about it. And then you'd be like, and I'm not anymore. And I really <laughs> just want everybody to fuck off and I want to burn it down, you know? So, yeah. <clears throat> Do you know, I really wanted to add on to something you said, Kelsey, when you said, you know, when what, what from what you know, I love to like that um, 
for our listeners that Kelsey is probably like a lot of people in our listening community, like learning some of this because they're incorporating it with other, you know, modalities or other ways that um, I love your message of your practice and your, the way that you coach and how that, and I can't wait to get more into that because it is so aligned with my incarnation cross in human design is called vessel of love. And I'm just like, man, that's been a big part of my journey. So I'm really excited that we've connected just for that reason alone and that our listeners get to hear that. But what Amy just said about um, having the, you have three motors, there's four out of the nine centers, right? There's four. So you have three to four. So obviously you're going to move around. And a lot of generators, I mean, every generator or man gen is going to have at least one because you all have sacrals, right? Mm. Whereas Amy and I's type could have no motors and be, um, you know what I mean? So it's, it's going to look a lot different, right? Um, uh, but I was going to say, you said generators feel like th they seem like more consistent, right? And that you feel like you're not. And then I would say as a projector looking at both a generator and like you as a man gen, I still see consistency in you. It just looks different, mm -hmm. right? It doesn't look like generator consistency, but the fact that like the, the way that your message translates in just a short time that we've known each other is super consistent. You know, the way that you've gotten to this work seems as though it's consistent too, you know, when you, and you're. I'm going to let you talk about you. I'm not going to put the story there for you. My, my channel yeah, storyteller wants I'm to following. tell it. I'm following. <laughs> but yeah, but I think that it's really um, interesting because, you, you know, maybe you don't feel consistent, that you're consistent because of what consistent has been taught to mean, right, to you yeah. or shown, right, or like compared. God, I'm like, I was the queen of comparing myself to other people. It's such a beautiful thing that I've let go of that's helped me grow so much, but um, you know, so much of, I realized that what I thought, like I'm, I'm inconsistent. It's like, no, no, I have gate of extremes and I have three right arrows and I'm a spleen and projector. I'm super in the moment. My consistent looks different than Amy's yeah. left arrow consistent. And then you are, you know, but I just, I think that's a great point that you even said it may look different as a generator or a manifesting generator, but the sacral is designed to give you consistent energy to want to commit both of you have that in your design. So you're going to be, you're going to have this want to commit, whether that changes like all, all the time for you. Um, but, you know, I don't know. In your case, gosh, and you're so young and it just seems like you've done so much. I was telling Amy that too. I'm like, yes, people always oh, tell me incredible. that. They're like, how did you do all these things already? How old are you? You're like 50. I'm like, no, <laughs> I got to turn 29. <laughs> I know you haven't even oh, had your Saturn return yet. Beautiful. So just watch out. Oh God. Watch out. Like when she goes through that, oh my goodness. Watch out yeah. world. Yeah, Seriously. thank you. Thank you for reflecting that back to me because friends have told me this too. I'm always like, I don't feel consistent. I change my mind a lot. I'm, I don't, I don't know how to commit to things. And they're like, you're one of the most consistent people I know. What are you talking about? So it just mm -hmm. goes to show like how differently we can view and judge ourselves based on like the reality. If you're getting lots of the same feedback from people outside of you who know you, there's probably some truth to it. Yeah. So if it's beneficial, it might be good to listen to. Yeah, definitely. And, take and you know, I, I did touch on those, you have two emotional waves so that, you know, can have you feeling like, you know, a little volatile at times too. And like, yeah, I, you know, you know, up and down ebb and flow for sure. Yep. And I have um, cancer moon, cancer rising, even though I'm Aquarius sun. So it's like, oh, everyone thinks, oh, Aquarius so aloof. You don't have feelings, but I'm like double cancer. So <laughs> I'm not like that. And I have a cancer I've, moon too. You do? Awesome. Yeah. So I cry I'm, every a, day. I'm every a Pisces day. sun and then I'm double Leo. Oh, dang. 
I like Leo people. Yeah. I'm Leo rising. Yeah. We share it. That's good. I have one in common with both of you right now. Feeling good. Beautiful. I like that. We're connected. (laughs) One correction or no thing, you know, my 818 wants to show up, Monique, and I love you, but I do as a manifester do have to have a motor. Oh shoot! You're I right. Have have a, I have to have a defined motor to my throat to be a manifest. Sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know what's funny? As I was saying that, I'm like, I'm something I'm saying is wrong right now, but I was too like in it to like think about it too hard, you know. But thank you. That's yeah. what your gate of corrections is for. See I know. people. That's how that works. Yeah. Amy has a gate. Eighteen is the gate. I don't. I don't think Kelsey has it. No, you're like oh. me, girl. You're rolling correction free mm-hmm. um we don't always like it's almost like amy's eye has a has a or amy has an eye for the thing in the room that needs correcting mm. or like the thing in the you know and and so that's wildly needed right but you can clearly see how that could have somebody made to feel like they could be nitpicky or like right. whatever or, well because the right. the shadowy part of that the low mm-hmm. vibe is that feeling that everything has to be that perfect. you have to I have right. to be perfect. Perfection. Everything has to be perfect. And I've dropped perfectionism. Fuck that noise. That doesn't serve anybody. And perfect according to who? No, thank you. And what is perfect? Exactly. Right. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, that's it for me. That's how I feel about right or wrong. I don't, I don't really get that because yeah. according to who? I know? just say beneficial or detrimental now. Yeah. Because then it's not mm-hmm. a judgment. It's just a discernment. Like, is this beneficial for me or is it detrimental to me? And I that depends that. on the day yeah. or the time of day or the moment that you're in, you know? And one of the things you said, another way that I heard consistency for you when maybe you were feeling that you weren't was there is a common thread, a common theme, right? You just have a bunch of modalities and ways that you do share and serve that theme. Like when somebody asks me, you know, what do you do? First of all, I don't put labels on things because a lot of people like, you know, you told me you're a microbiologist. I'm like, that sounds cool. I don't know what that means. Yeah. No. Or I'm a surgeon. Okay. I don't know what that means. You know, like surgery on what? So I feel the same way. I've never been a fan of that. And oftentimes I'll just say, you know, I help people live in their highest expression of themselves. I move them from where they are to where they want to be, you know, just like a comp. And so what you were sharing, you do that in all of these ways. And before we started recording, I was asking Kelsey, you know, just kind of like, Hey, give me the lowdown on all the things. Cause I was checking out our website, which is chock full of really cool stuff. We will have that in the show notes, by the way. And um, it was just like listening to her. First of all, obviously there are lots of offerings. there. great living your best mansion life. Please don't ever stop and burn them down when you don't feel like doing them anymore. Right. Just because they're on there now, they may not be next month. Yes. People. That's Thank how that you works. for that permission. Cause I literally have that feelings when I was on like this course, old news, delete, yeah, moving yeah, on, and create just, something new, which is so good for you to just clear that out so that you're not getting bogged down and diluted. But what I, what I saw was just a lot of ways that you were showing up in that highest expression and things that you were excited about. So props to you, you were living that best alignment for sure. And I remembered, you know, we were, you were going through this and also in beautiful generator fashion, that is this side of you, everything that's meant for you is coming to you always. So you were like, you know, these things were just came to me. This led to this, led to this. There you go, people. If you have a defined sacral, everything that's meant to you is always coming to you. What you get to identify, Kelsey can certainly help. What the hell is in your way? (laughs) Having (laughs) you resist that, right? Because usually we are playing the role in that. So yeah, Monique, I know you were chomping at the bit to say something there. 
No, I just, I, you, you, I mean, you took a lot of what I was thinking out, out of what I wanted to say. I just, I think it's so much of that, you know, because, well, I think what I was going to say is, and this is why I want to be a man, Jen, in my next life, <laughs> because they have the capacity to do those sorts of things. And it's, um, I think most of my closest friends are man, Jen's. my, um, my uh, employer is a man, Jen, um, and I just, I feel like there's so much to learn in, in watching how, how y'all do things. And which is why you're here to do all the millions of things, right? Because I'm probably not gonna do that that way, right? I don't, I mean, I do have one motor too, my little heart. I've, I have the heart motor in the group here because my ego is defined in this group. And that's all, that's about, um, Amy said it best in that episode, man, like what you want at will, like what I need to want it. If I'm not, if that, if it's like, if I, it, it's so, and it's so um, noticeable now that I'm aware of my design, when I'm like, um, I, I almost feel like it's like scraping up energy inside of me to just fulfill what I have to do because, and, and, and um, I'm finding that more as I transition into this new line of work for myself, but it's crazy how uh, much I learned just from the man gens in my life. And I think you're such a beautiful example of that. And, um, you know, that five, one profile, man, that's like, in my opinion, one of the most badass profiles too. In design. It is right. Amy, <laughs> where do you say that? I think that, I mean, anyone with a five, okay. Fives are like really just your problem solvers. <laughs> okay. Who that's doesn't right. want that on their side? Right. Dude, I mean, everybody, but like five is your front line. And Amy has, is a three, five. So she can maybe um, confirm some of what it looks like to me. Cause I'm a one, four, so I don't know, but um, I, I find it so empowering to really learn from fives and, um, and just watch how you move. It's like, it's like, they're never out of like wanting to do fix things or like make it yes. better like do it I like somewhere. literally think everything can be made better and that I'm the one who can make it better no matter what it is I'm like look at that shitty haircut I could have done such a better <laughs> job oh I'm like look at this ugly house I could make it so much prettier I'm like oh this person's diet it needs improving or this person's perspective let's look at it like this I'm like literally the improvement junkie I love it. in any and all areas of life I'm like the grass we need to aerate the grass. The grass is not looking good. We need to improve it. I'm like, oh, it's like improve, 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 room for improvement. And I think Love there is a beneficial aspect to that where I make the world a more beautiful and better and well-functioning, healthy place. But at the same time, it can be a little intense where I like need everything to be better than it is. And then there's not as much room for acceptance as, you know, one might want. So, <laughs> well, that's what's interesting of about course. having a five- you know, in our profile, it is projected. So people see us in a way, and it may not be who we really are. So, but the part of the projection, you're seeing what could be done. If you have shared that in the past with people and they didn't ask for it, how has that landed? Um, yeah, not great. Usually like with people who are close to me, they're not as receptive to what I have to say. Strangers, they're all about it. But like my sister might be super annoyed with what I have to tell her. You know, my parents might not be super into it. My fiance might be like, go fuck yourself. Stop telling me how to live my life. Like, I think <laughs> for me, the message and the medicine usually lands better with people who are like once or twice removed from my 
immediate daily life. And I think I have heard somewhere that that has something to do with my design. Super but- five <laughs> line, super five line. Amy and I were just, do you see? Yes. Do you see? She literally said the same thing. Amy was telling me a story about her. It's you guys are called, the fives are called the strangers of consequence. Am I saying those words right, Amy? Do you know? I think so. Um, but it's like, it's really, you're just, you're really built for like exactly what you said. Like the, your, your influence does not lie in your intimate connections necessarily. I'm not saying you can't be influential amongst your friends and family. Of course you can be whoever you want. Right. But, um, really your greater impact lies in that, like, like you said, once or twice removed or stranger or whatever. Whereas like noticed that, Oof, it's so different from my four line four lines. It's almost the opposite. It's like, almost every important connection comes through someone I know or through my network or through someone that, you know, like um, not the opposite of twice removed, like twice involved or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, But uh, yeah, I just, wow. And I love how quick, it seems like you're so quick. Do you like, do you have like a bunch of like thoughts at a time? Like, it seems like, yeah. I don't know, when you were just describing like, oh, I can fix that. I can fix that. Oh, the grass is aerating. Da, da, da. It just seems like. I think my mind works very quickly. I do everything on like hyperspeed. Um, I've had to like train myself to talk at a normal pace because when I get excited and I'm like channeling stuff, it's like, Whoa! and I get super like high pitch and I get really fast and it sounds like I'm already like in fast forward mode and I'm not. <laughs> or I walk really fast. I'm kind of like, I don't know if it's anxiety or lots of energy, but I'm always just like moving pretty fast until I hit that wall and I need to rest and I move fast and I hit the wall and I need to rest. But yeah, that's interesting that you notice that, which is why I love writing. So verbal Mm -hmm. is cool, but words are hard when you're someone who thinks really fast. And I feel like I can type fast and then I can go back and make it make sense. And I like channeling through the form of writing because Mm. it does ground me in a way that does help me to slow down when for me, it's, it's naturally pretty hard to slow down. Do you feel like you automatic write? Do you not even, you're not even in your head with it? It's just coming out. No, I'm definitely conscious of what's coming out and I'm, you know, looking at it through my lens and like, Ooh, that's interesting. Ooh, that's good. Ooh, let's, you know, I'm, when I channel, I'm not like some clear channel. I'm more of like, okay, this is a combination of Kelsey's thoughts and perspectives on life, you know, the universe's perspective and life experience all mashed into one. Beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. I love that so much. Two things that you said, I wanted to reflect back. So early on, when you were talking about, you thought you were a manifester, you wanted to be that because you want to move quick. You're actually (laughs) the quickest moving energy type. The manifesting generator often referred to as the energizer bunny, right? You're like, like, you're just like, so you really do have that in your design and you're living it and you do like to move quick. I definitely speak very fast, but my tank empties way quicker than yours Mm, um, because I don't have that consistent energy, right? Like I was sharing with you, Mondays are my longest day. And by seven, that's the only night that I, you know, have clients till 7 PM and I am host like right. my son texted me yesterday and I'm like I cannot talk after seven I'm dead sorry yeah, I, literally I, died. <laughs> I don't even know what will come out at that point I will not be at my highest and best and so I might as well just reserve whatever energy I have left for just relaxing right the other yeah. thing and now I've forgotten what the other thing was that you said shit that's what happens whenever I'm 
Well, I have a story and you can remember what you, what you were thinking, but my fiance is actually manifesting generator too. So I've been able to observe closely another manifesting generator and he moves so fast. And it's funny because he works in corporate and he'll come to me and be like, everybody's so slow. Like it takes people like three days to get on this task. And I already sent them four emails and like, why is everybody so slow? And he gets really frustrated because people don't move as fast as him. And I'm like, babe, you have to understand we are very fast moving people. Not everybody operates or can operate like that, even if they want it to. <laughs> so true. Yes. Which I think just brings us back to the beauty of human design. When you can understand the designs of people around you, you can respect people's pace and workflow. I mean, Monique and I say that in almost every episode, it has provided us so much more um, understanding and compassion because when we see people living their true design or just even snippets of it, right. We're just like, Oh, you know, and it just, it drops the judgment and for the love, can we just drop the judgment, you know? Yes. And understanding is a way to express love. Yes. And understanding naturally leads to compassion. Yes. So it's all tied together. Yes. I remember the other thing I was going to say, you have both of your pressure centers defined. Your pressure center is your head center and your root center. So this, you know, um, energy of all these things, I got to do all these things. I got and then I'll rest and all of that is actually your own energy, which is beautiful. Cool. Just know that, that if, if you're ever feeling like, oh my God, I have to get this done. I have to get this done type of energy. Just check in with yourself is this my pressure or could this potentially be coming from outside of you? Because the only the pressure that's yours is what you're meant to be driven and passionate about doing. Um, So having both of those defined, Monique has both of hers undefined so she can speak to the other end of the stick. We have, (laughs) yeah. So that face says it all. (laughs) I know. I saw you copiously taking notes over there, Monique. Oh my God. I know. How, how, will, how else will I keep up with a manifester and a manifesting generator? <laughs> Tell us your notes. Tell if us I your don't, thoughts. If I don't write things down, my projector ass will be like in the dust in the wind, like miles behind y'all. Um, and I can't stop you and your flow because you guys are so. You have before though. She's like, oh fuck, slow down. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I have to. I think it's so interesting that you're a fast talker and that like you pointed out that you actually had to train yourself to speak slower because I've never heard anybody say that. Um, Not to me, not out loud. Anyways, I don't know if a lot of people have done that. Amy, have you done that? Have you trained yourself? Absolutely. I've always been ridiculed for talking so fast. And you should hear when I get some caffeine in my system, which I'm basically allergic to. I will be fast forward times 10. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Are you a person that doesn't need caffeine? Like, are you like, I don't really need coffee. You don't need it to run. I I'm don't sure. drink coffee. Yeah. I never have. And yeah. hopefully I never will. But no. um, I drink a lot of green juice, a lot of water. Um, and people are always like, oh my God, how do you have the energy? And I'm like, I just live in alignment with what feels good to me. I don't do things I don't like to do. I mean, sometimes I do on a small scale, but not like on a large scale. Like I'm not going to take on a project or a job that I don't like to do. Yes, there are things in my daily life that I don't like to do that I do for the sake of self-love and, you know, my life that needs to happen. But yeah, I would say I get less tired because I live in alignment. I love that so much. Me too. Me too. That's the the right answer in my opinion. You know, it's just, it's bananas to me how much energy I'll have if I'm doing something that I um, that I, is in alignment for me. And I mean, and I'm a non-energy type, 
compared to y'all, but still, still. And I mean, some I, recently I was kind of um, not feeling, I was like a little under the weather, but I had a, a call, a session and I, I considered canceling it because I wasn't feeling great. But honestly, I was like, I'm going to feel better after it. So I kept it just right. so I could kind of get like the little bit of like, you yes. know, because it fills me, you know, it really fills me um, the work that I'm doing in, in, a, in a way that it does give you energy. But let me go back to you. I think it's very <laughs> interesting that you trained yourself to speak slower that you just said that because I've no one's ever said that to me. I didn't know that that was a thing. I also think you found the right girls because Amy and I are like super fast freaking talkers it's like one of the things that we loved about each other I think and why we did not shut up when we first met at the retreat they roomed us together the poor chick that was next to us like (laughs) in the room next to us poor Nichols we felt so bad because we'd be like like all night all morning we'd wake up start talking go to sleep start Amy and I (laughs) together make a manifesting generator oh cute so if you when we are plugged into each other we're like you or closer to like you like how you feel all the time um I um and and um for everyone for our listeners listening I know we said it quickly at the beginning but Kelsey is a 5-1 emotional manifesting generator with a triple split I just want to make sure we say that because that's that's really coming out in her as she's speaking I feel like don't you think Amy and so when you said that um with this is why you enjoy writing so much because it um, kind of slows you down or, or even if it doesn't slow you down, you can go back, right? So you let yourself write and then you can go back, which also is very man-gen because man-gens will do things sometimes like the same thing a couple times. Like I think, and you know, cause they'll just like to like do it again or figure it out or whatever. But, um, and so you're writing, I picture like uh, you have a channel called the 5720, um, um, that's also connected with the 34, it makes like a whole bunch of channels there, the 3457, all this, but it's like a direct connection from your intuition to uh, your throat, right? Which I could see coming out as you're writing. And then you going back after I can see, um, and then, and, and Amy said, asked you, do you automatic or do you automatic, right? Is that just, um, and I was like, no, because she's a defined head is what I immediately when you asked. So her, her, it's, and it's exactly how you, how you said it, Kelsey, you were like, no, it's kind of like, this is all of Kelsey's thoughts. And then I'm putting them like, da-da-da, which is beautifully said for a defined head in person. Right. And, um, and then I, what I think, what I heard is that it's almost like the writing um, when you allow yourself to write and go there with it, it's like it's filling your split for yourself, her triple split. I agree. Like, right? Like it's catching yeah. herself up to herself almost. Yep. Like, right? Because the other way, Kelsey's just, I don't know if you've been told this or not, but people listening, triple splits is about 9% of the population. It's a rare uh, design. Amy and I are both split definition, which is, is a more common one, or to be single definition death is the other option that's more common and then um but triple splits are told often that they maybe uh would thrive like writing in like cafes or like library like like wherever it feels good and there's um auras nearby you know not so you can go there and like socialize but just so you can like have your split filled basically Mm, so being around other people who have aspects that you don't interesting that you say that because I used to hate working at coffee shops because I like silence I don't like the noise it's very mm-hmm. distracting to me a lot of people like white noise I hate it hate 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 I like it to be quiet silent so I can just like get the downloads and like have clarity but 
lately I have been going to the coffee shop because I do like to be around other people and I'll put my noise canceling headphones and put like some healing vibrations on something without words so I can block everybody out and then get in the zone. And that has been feeling really good. I, that is what I offer to people that have triple split is to go, but empower yourself to, cause this is not, you're not meant to be collaborating with others. You're mm-hmm. actually just getting the benefit of the other auras around you. I'm like, mm-hmm. put your sweatshirt up, like, do not look as though you are meant to be approached, right? Just stay totally. in your zone mm-hmm. and your stream of consciousness could be, you know, likely, I mean, it's, it's going to connect a lot of dots. I mean, your throat connection is from your sacral and your spleen. So there's mm-hmm. power and intuition that is where, so that sacral is what's having you talk fast, you know, man, your motor is running. And then what you're sharing is very intuitive. It's yes. not, you're not sharing what's coming from your head because that's part of your split. Right. It comes like through my head, but not from my head. If that makes sense. Yeah. It totally makes sense. And it's, it's so uh, interesting. And so if you picture like a split, it's like basically, you know, you have three parts of yourself that, that need to communicate. You have your head and your Ajna on the top that are connected in your case, in Kelsey's case. And then she has a disconnect from her Ajna to her throat. Um, Right. So her, the, her mind and her throat are not talking all the time basically but her head and her mind are and then her throat is talking to her spleen and her sacral like amy said which i think spleen um makes you go faster too like just because since since i only have a heart motor and but i'm like fast i'm fast for a projector even very fast you know like i mean you could say that right manifester i'm keeping up with you enough to you know and compared to how i've heard other projectors vocally sound even with defined throats i i definitely have a, a speed thing to me so I think the spleen but with the sacral it's like of course you're a fast talker right that's where it comes from your throat and then so that part of you is talking and then um Kelsey's emotional solar plexus that beautiful center that we love to talk about on this show and her roots are connected two times that's why you love like movement and stuff like that that's why it's I like you know you have to be doing it it's yeah. important. And um, I think, of course, she has the 1949, Amy, because as you know, that that emotional wave in particular loves to find both of us. But me, it's just like everyone I meet has this one. It's clearly <laughs> an area I'm meant to learn around, I think. But um, I, so it's like if you picture that three parts of yourself need to kind of discuss before you come to maybe for certain things, maybe not for everything. But so when we talk about single deaf people they're the ones that are like oh gosh especially if they're sacral they're gonna make a decision like this mm. right they're not you know um a compared but if even if they're an emotional uh even if somebody was a five one emotional manifesting generator just like you but had single definition their process would look so different you know right wouldn't you say and uh-huh. so i think it's so beautiful that um the way that you're letting us get to know you allows us to paints a little human design um, on it, but it's, it's so triple splits are so, so quick. Like, that's why I thought that I think from you, like, because it's like, it just seems like, I, I mean, just as a split, I feel the whole like two parts of me talking all the time thing all the time. And I don't have a defined head like you, but I have a defined mind, which is like chatterbox city up here. Like <laughs> it's like sheesh, but, um, but my mind and my throat are connected. So it works like just so everyone listening can kind of hear how, how, um, I don't know. And, and Amy's 
Amy has no mind to throw a connection. Her throat's only connected to her emotions. You know, <laughs> she loves that. Double whammy right there. What you're going to hear about me is, yeah, very Let's, wrong. Can real. we talk about that piece a little bit since you guys are both emotional? I mean, her emotional definition is very different than mine. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. So I think, I think, Amy, you share your experience first and then I'll share mine and we can. So um, I also have a defined spleen and I will tell you, um, I shut, I, I was raised in an environment where emotions were reflected back as weak. So, and I'm the youngest of three girls. So I just shut them down. They weren't safe. I, the last thing I wanted to be was weak. God, I got a fucking open heart center. I didn't want to have to prove something with that too. Right. You know I mean? Don't want that. Yeah. So, um, I kind of led my life through, you know, my splenic, my intuitive knowingness of what was for me. Um, and now that, you know, I, I've learned my design and, um, I can reflect, I mean, I, my two waves, my first one, which you have this one too, it's not the same. Yours again is from root to solar plexus, but it is, um, called the abstract. And so, um, it's based on expectations. And, um, so I, it was important for me to understand that because I do get crushed by expectations big time. Okay. And, um, I'm also a Pisces, so I'm kind of a dreamy, right. And I like romanticize how things could be. So this is probably the most Epic is in partnership, right? Like if I, my partner is an emotional manifesting generator with the 3420 like you, and he's like, you know, a mile a minute and he commits to something and then forgot what the fuck he committed to. And I'm hanging on to it for dear life because I think it's the thing, you know, right. He means no harm at all. But for me, so what I have had to learn is that, um, not to have expectations, not have, not to hold on to something so much and any expectation I have on myself, that's for me, that's my work, but to let go of that, you know, from that, from the outside perspective. So that has been a big lesson. Then I also have the 1222, which is more of an individual wave. And so that one for me is like, man, when I want to be social, when I'm like on an emotional high, I am in it. I am, I am of it. I want to do all the things. And when I'm in emotional low, it's really important for me to be alone. And if I'm with someone that will poke at me, it just prolongs it. Um, I don't ever feel it as like really melancholy or anything like that. It's really just like, I know I need my time. I kind of just don't need any other distractions or other energy around me. And what I'm leaning into it more is a lot more creative and letting it be more creative. And my son has this one too. And so I can really just recognize that one a lot. It feels a lot less volatile than that abstract one. So how about you? Yeah. So for me, I don't think I can put it so eloquently into human design terms, but in terms of you guys can wrap it up with the human design though, after <laughs> I express it, but really my relationship to my emotions was non-existent uh, it was just not really a thing until like I learned that um I needed to have a relationship with my emotions in order to have emotional well-being yes um because the way that I was connected to my emotions in the first part of my life was through dancing which maybe you can see on my chart that I love movement that's a big thing for me creative expression obviously can't find enough ways to express myself creatively and I was actually training my whole life to be a professional ballerina and eventually I got injured and that's how I became a hairstylist and blah, blah, blah. But um, my emotions, I was like, I don't have time for this. This is painful. I don't like it. Um, this is lame. And in my family, we just like brush everything off with humor. 
that's kind of like the Raldi's way. So we don't, we don't talk about our feelings a lot. We don't express our feelings a lot. We just make like inappropriate jokes and then like move on. Um, so I didn't really know how to like be intimate with my emotional body until I had depression, which was really me running from my sadness for like years, because if I had just processed my sadness, I probably wouldn't have been stuck in a depressive episode for three years, but I didn't know how. And so eventually when I did, come around to learning how to feel my feelings without hurting myself or anyone else and just release the judgment and feel them in my body. That's when I really felt like my power activated and I was able to have like in a healthy emotional system. Beautiful. I love that because when we're not connected to those emotions and we've kind of just written them off, they're going to show up. They They're don't go away all, just no, like don't. you think they will or you want them yeah. to. They just fester inside and then they become a point of attraction and you wonder why do these patterns keep happening to me? Because the universe wants you to feel how you feel. Yes. <laughs> and, and like, just let yourself. Yeah, judgment. the permission piece yeah. and the without judgment piece. And this is something that I really do a lot in my one-on-one work with people is like guide them through the process of feeling your feelings in your body not thinking about the stories, not thinking about why it's so bad, not thinking about how painful it is, just watching the emotions move through your body in a very curious way. Like, oh, I noticed that my stomach feels knotted. Oh, I feel heavy here. Oh, this feels like this. Oh, now that I'm breathing, it's moving to this area. Oh, this is kind of uncomfortable. Oh, this is kind of different. Oh, now I'm feeling relief. It's like so different to actually feel your feelings and to think your feelings. And you can move energy in such a powerful and quick way and transform how you're feeling by feeling what you're feeling but we always try to go around right because we don't want to be uncomfortable which is understandable but it doesn't work (laughs) right you guys um i'm feeling both of your solar plexuses over here i'm like ready to cry um i really god i'm really blown away because it's it's quite beautiful because you both said the same thing in different words you know, and I hope that everybody heard that. And um, just so you know, Kelsey, the emotional part, the emotional piece for us is like a big area of passion because it's 50% of the population are like you guys with emotional definition and 50% are like me taking it in and amplifying it, not knowing what the F we're doing with emotions, basically. And both both sides of this coin, and we've talked about this so much because it's so important, um, find ways to live that masks it or or not masks it in my case emotionally defined people are way better at masking their emotions um that's what i've learned in my experience working with people emotionally undefined people like myself are the ones that often appear emotionally erratic to the outside because we're taking in and amplifying emotions that are not our own but we're not aware Mm -hmm. and our body mechanically doesn't make highs and lows the, you guys, you and Amy have these beautiful, colorful, we like to call them colorful here, emotional waves that allow you to ride out these highs and lows, which is something that you're not told, um, which is when you kind of just shared a tiny bit of your story. Um, I feel like this is such an area that crosses into the mental health space here with the depression piece that you shared. Because I have to wonder how many people are out there feeling like they're so broken and it's 
they have a, an emotional wave or two in their design. And it's yeah. just a matter of learning how to work with that. And, you know, I, I, I really am still pretty blown away, Kelsey, by you and how you've managed to, um, I don't know, you seem very wise and you seem like you've um, really aligned so beautifully with yourself in, a, in this way that's like, I don't know, it's just, it's so beautiful to see. And um, I think that a big piece of it is because you, you are equipped to um, feel these emotions and talk about them and show people how to feel them because you described that so well again and what you said about not what did what did she say because Amy's used these same words and I've never heard them before about how emotions the storytelling of the emotions and the right um see like I don't know that I had that innate knowledge right being an emotionally undefined person I think that's maybe that's part of my um lessons here to learn is emotions not understand them but but through healthy defined emotional people like yourselves because amy and i say that too there's there's almost it's it's so dangerous to think that there's emotionally undefined people just out there not knowing what to do with that because you both described how that could show up um in a, in a very normal layman's term languaging in your case kelsey and and amy described it with human design words but it's so comes from the same place and um in your case, Kelsey, you the the uh, wave that you have the forty one thirty is an abstract emotional wave, like Amy said, which basically the abstract waves tend to have higher highs and lower lows. That's Definitely how they're described. Definitely one thousand percent. That would be me. Right. <laughs> Took me and a long time to learn how to write it without like so much suffering too, which I think helps me in what I can teach and help people through. So I'm like, right. I've been there. I'm not just like some therapist who read about depression in a book. Like I've been suicidal. Like I know how you're feeling. Which is what I felt from you. Um, because, you, you know, that's, it sounded to me like that was the um, kind of the thing that, that you went through that, uh, that kind of allows you to show others a little bit, right. Of, of how to, um, which is, which is also a, just a brave five line way to go into it, right? Like, you know, I, in my, in my perspective, but um, it's, a, it's also a very like fantastical and um, uh, kind of emotional wave. Like it's a, that's why it's, it's, a, it's, that's not why it's associated with expectations, but that's part of it. It's almost like you're like, life is like this and it's beautiful and rose colored. And then when it's not, it's like devastation, right? Yeah. And um, to bring it back to like the story that I was telling about wanting to be a ballerina, that was my expectation. That uh, was my whole life training up to that moment. And then you get injured in a couple oh key places God. in your body, like your hips and your back. And the doctor at children's hospital tells you to pick another sport. And dancing is literally your breath, the way that you uh, breathe and express in the world. Like that was... Oh, the man. main catalyst for the depressive episode but also you know I had gone on birth control which effed up my hormones and I was lacking connection with myself and others and it was just the perfect storm to just crumble and just mm -hmm. be at the bottom of this pit like how did I even get here what's going on what am I supposed to do I don't like feeling like this. Why does life have to be so intense for me? Why is God punishing me? Like it was not a fun place. <laughs> and so I think that's why I'm so passionate about helping people to improve their quality of life, to improve how they see their life, to improve what they make things mean for themselves. Because when you can do that, 
yeah, you might have the pain, you might have some suffering, but you don't have to be stuck there for so long. And it doesn't have to feel as intense. Mm -hmm. And God, like what a beautiful share. And, and I didn't even think of that till you just reset it to me now, but I can so picture that I got goosebumps when you said it. Um, I can picture a younger you, you know, getting injured and going through that and having this wave. And then, but like now what I, what I'm seeing too, is like, you also have that 1949, which is um, considered a tribal wave. The other one is a collective, but both of your emotional waves want to help. Like they're not individual waves. They're for totally right. Anytime I learn anything, I'm like, share, 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 share. If something works for me, or if I find something to be beneficial, even if it's not in the realm of like what I teach, even if it's like a good smoothie or something like anything, I'm like, everybody needs to know. It's still changed your life. And see, I see that as her 41 being her main sun gate, you know, your, your sun gate, your conscious sun gate is, you know, really 70% of the way that you show up in the world and express, you know, and then to tie into that, it's also in the fifth line. So you're looking about how that affects and can impact everyone and fix things. But 41 is that energy. It's coming out of the root center, which is, we talked about is a pressure center, but you really have this desire to really deeply and passionately connect through your feelings, right? Because you're yeah. reaching, it's reaching up to that emotional solar plexus, which you have the full channel. Um, and you said, and you want to express it creatively. So look at all the ways you're doing that. You've written a book, you have a podcast, you coach, you hold retreats. You're finding all the ways that that creativity for you to express those emotions and what you're feeling to others. And yes, there's some fantasy that can be in that, but that's okay because what you're doing is you're offering others. It's almost like you're um, like in a very loving way, nudging them out of complacency or stuckness to be able to say, you know, it could be this, but totally you, like, why would you want to be regular? There's magic everywhere. Right. But I was just going to, yeah, I love these important to not be committed like you know it's not like I am expecting this type of outcome right that's what crashes that wave right we're just the other thing I want to say about that abstract wave and you have two waves like I do so we are really meant to share information about these waves with the world when you have two or more there it's important it's a part of your journey (laughs) it is just a part of it but you know I I really you know I don't even know what I was going to say now because I keep getting so distracted with so many things that I want to say. So many things. I know. There's so many good things here. Yeah, go ahead. It's hard to stay on track. Yeah. No, I just, I love people with the, I love this channel, the, the, the emotional way that they have the 4130. And now, now, while I have, don't have emotional, I always look at them with this like loving way. And then I feel bad. I'm like, God, I'm telling these people that have these emotional lows. Like, Oh my God, I love your channel. Like, it's like, geez, Monique have some sensitivity, but I don't know what it feels like to be in an emotional low. Like not for real. Anyways, I call them my fake emotional lows when I get them, but, um, but the, the, my, one of my really close friends has this channel. And when I learned that he had this in his design, it was so perfect. He like loves Disney World. And he like, at, like what you said, like magic is everywhere. Like I, my innocence motivation, my vessel of love cross loves people like this. I'm always like, yes, I told you guys, I knew it. I knew there was people out there that like they're ready. But I imagine that the flip side of that, the low of that must feel pretty shitty. Yeah, it's and- intense. And must feel shitty for you because I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm comparing it to my good friend, Michael, who um, is a person that likes to be um, in a positive, upbeat type of vibe. Most of his vibe. That's his vibe. 
he's anybody that knows him would describe him as such so I imagine that it might be harder to feel that love like I'm like a super like extreme person like I'm either like yay or like don't like talk to me like you know like but it could go either way like and but you know I, I don't know I feel like people with this energy are like ready for the world to be magical all the time so when it's not it's like oh, yeah the world can be like a very disappointing place and I Which, often feel like and this might be the Aquarius in me or I don't know but I'm just like get it together humanity like why do you have to be so disappointing like why are we still in this phase like I thought we were like like I in my personal life I feel that I'm mostly 90% living heaven on earth I'm like people get it together come on here's how you can do it let's move faster like why are we still in the past so I I definitely do get frustrated um, when I look at the world (laughs) I love listening to you talk Kelsey because you know for for our listeners that do understand design hell for everybody because we're just Mm going to share it like Mm -hmm. she is very much living it and I mean which I just love and I would love you know um, for you to share just kind of like, because again, you guys with the defined sacral are meant to understand yourselves. That's what you're here for. Okay. So let's just like, and that's what you, you have empowered yourself to do is understand a lot of that. And, but you're also, it's, it's important that you recognize that that sacral is the energy that drives you to do lots and lots of different things but the flow of what's meant for you, like I said earlier, is always coming to you. And so I just would love for our listeners to hear about how you doing retreats came in to being like, it just, Oh, yes. The story that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Yeah, So, (laughs) so I was telling her the whole rundown of like, originally I only wanted to be an author because in my mind, I have a very strong desire to help lots and lots of people like for me it's not enough like oh I touched one life how beautiful like no to me I'm just like that's nothing that like this sounds horrible but this is like my true self coming out like literally I'm like millions or it didn't happen like that's like the level that I just need to be on I don't know why it's I actually find it very annoying because I help lots of people they're like how can you not see how much how much you've helped me and this is so awesome and massive and I'm like it's not massive it was only three people it was only 12 people it's only 10,000 people. Like it's not, a, it's not in the millions. It's, it's nothing. There's your competition showing up, but really that's I'm all you were talking so about was five, five line, five line, five line, five, 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 yeah. five. So and I guess my five is and showing. Mansion. Yes. And my manifesting generator is yeah. showing. Yes. But really I just wanted to be an author because I wanted to help the masses. Okay. And um, the coaching and the retreats that all came later and the retreats came because my in my family my grandmother purchased a um beach villa it's not on the beach but it's near the beach in Puerto Vallarta to be leased out as a vacation house but also like for us as family to go vacation there because we always grew up vacationing in Puerto Vallarta because my mom is from Guadalajara so my Mexican origins people in Guadalajara they drive to Vallarta because like five hour drive that's the place to go vacation so I always grew up vacationing there eventually my grandma purchases a property there they renovate it it's gorgeous it's a luxury airbnb and i noticed that people were renting it out specifically yoga teachers were renting out the home to host retreats and i was already writing books teaching self-love online having a radical self-love course online 
And I was just like, wait a minute, I should take this stuff that I'm doing online and do it at this house that I'm resourced with. Like, how awesome would that be? Like, these people are hosting retreats. I can host a retreat. I can do it better. I think I can do everything better than anyone. I don't know if that's something in my chart. Manjin. <laughs> but I'm just like, oh, I can do it better. Oh, let me try. I can do it better. So, so much. that's when the retreat thing came to be. And literally the first one, they're always in like such divine timing. But the first one was February of 2020. And we got back right in time before the lockdown, before we weren't allowed to see each other, hug each other, touch each other, nothing. And so that was pretty, that was pretty cool. And then after that first one, it was just so magical and all the right people came together. And um, I decided to theme the retreat around radical self-love because that honestly like has been a huge part of my manifesting journey and just my healing journey. So I call them radical self-love retreats. They're only for women because it's like a girl's vibe, no boys allowed. And um, yeah, after the first one, I was just like, I got I to gotta keep doing this. And now I just got back from my fourth one and each one just gets more and more magical, honestly. Do you think though, and I'm just curious about this because it just says we were reflecting all the beautiful offerings that you have on your website. Do you think to yourself when you're at that one, oh, I can't wait till the next one? Or are you like, maybe I'll have another one. Maybe I won't. Like it, um, it goes back and forth. Usually when I'm at the retreat or right when I finish the retreat, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to do more of these. But if I'm not in that vibe, if I'm working on other projects, I'm doing other stuff. I'm like, well, maybe I'll do another one. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Time will tell. You know, like I've definitely said to my people on my email is like, this might be the last one. Not really sure. We'll see where life takes me because I know that I can get bored of things. So as much as I want to promise that for eternity, I'll host retreats. Like, I just don't know. (laughs) Something might be more exciting to me in the future. I have no idea. So I just try to stay open. But right now they are still really exciting to me. So I, I haven't picked the date for the next one, but it'll probably be like October, 2023. So stay tuned right i want to go i was already yes come i was a special friends and family rate since you guys have friends now i'm so excited to hear that and i love that story i'm so glad that you asked to share that because i didn't get to hear that um pre-call and um i i love that it's so perfect um i also heard your that 214 channel showing up there right? So that 214 channel, it connects your identity center to your sacral. And that's called the channel of the beat. And um, these are people that are really meant to beat to their own drum, you know, and do Mm. things their own way and find their own, but also people that are really good at um, like, like the physical resource of things are, are very like, it's important to them or they can like allocate it. So when you were like, let me use this house, like this place I have to resource, like a resource I have to, um, like to put that together for yourself um, from a place and like our G center deals with the direction that we're moving in life and like our identity and, and the way we're feeling about that. And um, that's your only gate in your G center too, is that too. And it's connected to your sacral. So how beautiful um, and to your spleen, like, God, what a, what a, I'm, I'm really curious. Um, I, I, I know you shared that, that, that unfortunately going through a heavy depression was part of what started you on this. But um, were you like raised by like people that were like more enlightened than the rest, so to speak or something? I just feel like you have like, 
an air of like you've been here done this before type of vibe or something and yeah I'm, I, I'm curious about your upbringing or something something in my projector one line wants to like ask you 50 questions I know we don't have time for that Amy don't yeah. worry but <laughs> I just want to kind of lay that out a little bit can you give me a little bit there to satisfy yeah. my I have the channel of curiosity it's yes yes to that. satisfy the curiosity so I know in my soul that I've been here a million bajillion trillion times. And I think that's okay. part of the reason why I get so fed up with humanity. I'm like, are we real? Are we still really mm -hmm. doing this? You guys, I thought we evolved past this like so many lifetimes ago. Like, why do I keep having to come uh, back and help everybody get it together? <laughs> like, I think, uh, I think that's a part of it for sure. And it's funny because they say that Aquarius people say, I know a lot, but I've always had this deep knowing and my parents would be like, Oh, like even with the simplest things like, oh, Kelsey, you look so cute in that dress. And I'd be like, yeah, I know. That's why I wore it. And in the most innocent <laughs> way, like I know everything. I've always thought that I knew everything. People would ask me the answer to questions. I would just spurt it out and they'd be like, how do you know that? And I'd be like, I don't know. I just know things like I think I've just come. Well, also, I'm claircognizant um, and clairvoyant. So that's the way that I receive like psychic information, which maybe you can tie that into my chart somehow. But yeah, it, it, my parents are great. They're loving, they're wise. I had a really like non-traumatic childhood, but I wasn't, um, I wasn't like talking to dead people when I was a kid that came like after the Kundalini awakening. And like, I wasn't as psychic as a kid. Like, I think I was just a normal mm -hmm. kid in a normal middle-class lifestyle where I was very provided for and safe and loved. And the trauma all came after like in my teens and like my early adulthood and my love life. Um, but yeah, I think that I have been here a lot of times and I keep coming back for the mac and cheese and to help people out. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. I really do. I'm like just falling more and more in love with you. You have such a beautiful spirit about you. And, um, and just even right away, your answer was like, I, I feel like I've been here before a yeah. lot of times. Like, as and my as parents that, are I'm great just... and they are wise, but yeah. I don't think that they're like these spiritual oracles. Yeah. Like a lot, yeah. most of like this stuff has come through me. Yeah. Through for whatever reasons. Beautiful. I think that it, I think that's a product of your design. You know, yeah. you have a lot of really beautiful, consistent energy that you can lean into. So when people are asking you, I mean, mm -hmm. that goes back to the definition mm -hmm. in your spleen. You have gate sixty-one in your head. You know, you just there's a lot of what you were saying. I can witness in your design, mm -hmm. and that's cool. what I love. You don't have to know these things. Nobody has to know. And so what we get to see on the other side us, you know, nerds who like to dig into all this is that you're actually living it. Like we are affirming that, like you said, we want to be living as our whole worthy selves. That's yes. the embodiment of self-love. That's where we get to penetrate more and more of the de the depth of self-love to others, which those of us have that, that five, we want it to be expansive. I feel the same way as you, God, are we not past this? You know, right. you hustle up. I am always like, my God, my defined root is like, ready, ready, ready. Let's go. Let's go. You know? So I, I don't do even that. have a defined sacral, but I do feel that pressure a lot. Yeah. And I do get frustrated whenever, you know, and I don't have near the definition you do, but your beautiful energy is all yours. I mean, I can Thank only you. imagine what you were like as a little one. You were, <laughs> do you have siblings? I was just yeah, I have a sibling. She, I believe, she is a 
I don't remember if it's my dad who's the projector or if it's my sister who's the projector, but we're different types. We're, we have a completely opposite personalities, even though we have matching faces and bodies and voices and people always think that we're twins, even though we're four years apart, we could not be more different. Yeah. But we have a lot of, um, we're both super spiritual. We're both dancers. We have a lot of common interests, but our personalities and the way we operate are like, like opposite. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Wow. I love that. Yeah. I, I just think, um, I think that it's so impressive that, um, so with eight defined centers in your design, like Kelsey has, uh, for anybody listening that could present as a person that is very stubborn, very fixed, doesn't like to like change their mind, maybe likes to impart their self overly on others could be pushy. This could come off like that, but I don't get any of that from you, Kelsey. I really don't. I get all the opposite. I get that you're very sure of yourself and you know what you know, and you like know, like your, your um, sense of self-confidence or self, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Self-confidence is not really the word I want to use. Like self-love maybe is the word I want to use, but I get that from you. And I, I don't get that. Um, and, and, you know, of course, that's, I'm sure, a testament to some of the work you've done on yourself and, and some of the things you've been through and your awareness of self. But um, what a gift, because I'm noticing your incarnation cross is the, is the alpha, right, which is super strong. I don't have the, the, the thing in front of me right now. I'm looking for my book frantically, but I'll make too much noise. So I stopped myself. I'll look at it later. But um, as well, you know, you said what you said earlier about how, like it didn't even matter unless I helped like 10,000 or more people or like whatever you said, like it's not, you know, and you're like, it sounds horrible to say that, but I don't think there's anything horrible about that in your case. If it were me trying to say like, I would be super out of alignment for myself because you are a five one and anybody listening that has a number in the front that is larger than the number in the back, you're always going to view the world that way. You're always going to want to, um, this is not a, this is not a, um, just about you. And that's very kind of clear from the get your karmic lessons involve you doing that. Um, whereas like if you're a one four like me or even a three five like Amy, our karmic lessons are going to revolve a little bit more around our own. Um, we're going to process things like that at where so you know, you, it's like you always knew your reach was going to be more than like right here. You know, even though Amy and Kelsey both have fives, um, they're going to present different just because of that little yes. um, tidbit. And I mean, I'm noticing that Kelsey's also personal view, which is a deeper layer, but so there's like both here. And I, I think it's just so it's, it's just what I keep hearing from you. Every story you share, every part of yourself that you share is like this sureness, but this compassion for like humanity because like, or people or like, like the human part of us which is big for us here I love human be spirit we're all about that like we're all yes. humans like we need to like get off the bus of like you right. know like we're better than you or you're but like we're all like here to work together and do this thing and like like um I, you know I, I love that during the course of this interview you as somebody that doesn't even know a ton about human design first I love that you called a, yourself a human design enthusiast because I even love saying that word so about myself because I am enthusiastic as fuck about this shit but um I love that you said to the man gens listening and to your partner not everybody runs like that. You can't expect them to. It's only going to breed frustration for you. And honestly, did you hear that, man, Jens, listening? Please, 
because it's coming from a sacral here from a man gen um and i just think that's what a big takeaway lesson like it's so um a big that and shows like your compassion immediately for the other like looking at this as like you know like no like it's just because i can do it like that doesn't it's so it's really lovely to see i think the balance of of the two come through in you so i'm just yeah. i'm really happy to to have gotten all of this juiciness from you. God, I feel like yes. we could go on forever here. I know. Thank you. Know. And you know, my my left arrows are like, okay. You. I know, yeah. I know. Well, <laughs> I will say though, the word that kept coming to mind, um, because I do see you, Kelsey, and you haven't even gone through your Saturn return yet. You're very grounded in who you are. Which oh, is thank beautiful. you. I would never use that word to describe myself. Well, in who I am, yes. Who I never are. feel grounded. I always and that's feel like beautiful. I'm you're not meant in the to. air. Yeah, no, I want <laughs> you to let yourself just flow from one thing to the next that likely, but grounded in who you are is so beautiful because some people spend a lifetime trying to embody that. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I also um I receive you as very evolved. And so mm, all the lifetimes, you. you really have South Node your way into your reality. You know, you really are taking the things, the wisdom from past lives and bringing it into your present. And you're going to be moving into your North Node now, which for you is gate 34. It's all about power. And I just, I, I, I see all of that. I mean, literally the, the thought that keeps coming to mind for me is you are just getting started oh the five lights me you up is, girl like, the lot the five in you with all of your beautiful definition and how grounded in who you are is like unstoppable but in a beautiful way not a like I'm gonna fight my way through that's not the energy or space you hold which is what attracts the self-love energy and the people that want to attune to that for themselves which is just more we I want to shout it from the rooftops. Like I used to say this when I left my corporate life, I used to say, I'm going to stop and stand on the top of the chase tower in downtown Indianapolis. And I'm going to scream, there's another way, you know, because I just right. constantly whistle witnessing the just not enoughness in the, the pace that, you know, and then you know everybody just numbed out. I witnessed just a ton of that in my experience. And I was like, Oh, can't no and it wasn't even a can't it's like I won't be a yeah. part of this anymore and I see you saying god here I'm showing all the ways people I'm giving you every single way possible to you know like you up. don't like that way try this way yeah this yeah way. which is beautiful I just I if if I weren't to say anything else that would just like continue being the UESU you get to be because everybody else is already taken and so I feel incredibly blessed that not only do I get to witness that in you? And now I get to call you a friend and a peer, but our guests get to hear all this too, you know, mm -hmm. our listeners. like what? <laughs> so yes. I love to be friends with everybody. And I definitely do love people and love humanity, no matter how frustrated I get with them from like my grandma wisdom self, like getting together. I definitely just have like so much love for people. And I think that's why people love working with me so much in a one-on-one -on -one context or even coming to my retreats because I can demonstrate to them how to hold space for themselves unconditionally, how to see themselves from a new perspective and how to have compassion from, for themselves in a really gentle way, in a way that maybe they've never seen or known or even heard about before. And to, to, to receive that 
Um, I think from someone who has been practiced at it, but I think also I've always naturally been good at it to a degree. I think that's a part of the medicine that I have to offer people. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It sure is, girl. It sure is. Wow. Um, I, I, I want I want um, you to tell everybody how they can work with you, too, because I think we have to wrap up soon. But I also just want to say that I do think that Kelsey is now our guest that has had the most channels on. She has seven channels, Ooh. you guys. Seven. And, um, you know, I, I mean, like, not that it's better or worse, because we always say that it's not. But better in my head, I'm like, I'm the best. I have but the you're most. like, I won. Yeah. <laughs> And, and it's funny because Amy and I talk about when we went on our retreat, there's uh, one of the girls that was there had a lot of activity in her chart like you. And we were referenced every time, every class, every we're like, oh, and like Kelly would raise her hand because she had like all the channels. I'm like, she has all the channels. I think that's probably where the seed got planted that I wanted to be a man, Jen. But I think um, furthermore, it's just so beautiful to see you use all those because like I'm reading the names of um, Kelsey's channels while she's talking and it's like the channel of charisma, the channel of synthesis, the brainwave, awareness, recognition, power, and the beat. And it's like, girl, stop it already. Like you're doing all that. Like you stop it right now. With I'm, all your trying. I mean, your I'm trying. I mean, I'm trying. I'm just like, so is this working? So I'm glad that you guys say that it's working and it's going to keep working on higher levels because that is 1000% my intention. Yeah. That's the way I see and it. So, yeah. Last thing I'll point out is okay. the North node, her North node and her South node are the same on her personality and her design side, which means your path is very it's very clear. Mine's like that too. It's like, you're going to move from one, you know, as you, and as Amy's pointed out, as you go through the Saturn return, as you go through uh, next is my, where I'm at my Uranus opposition. And then the kind of, as you keep moving, it's going to be like such in a, in a very poignant directional way. Like when you have mm. both the same on both sides. So, Whoa, and that's cool. it. And the floor is yours. Please <laughs> tell everyone how they can work with you because I'm like already obsessed and I know people listening are going to be as well. And I'm, I'm really excited to, to share you with our listenership community and, and all you have to offer. Yes. Thank you so much. Well, first of all, thank you for giving me my personality analysis of the day. This was so fun to learn so many things from the expert's eyes. Cause you know, like I said, I'm not a human design expert. I just think it's great. Um, and you know, maybe one day when I learn more about it, I will incorporate it more into my coaching work and more into the retreats. We'll see what happens, but yeah, for anyone who wants to connect with me, um, my website's just Kelsey Aida, K-E-L-S-E-Y-A-I-D-A. Um, dot com. That's where you can find all my coaching services when the next retreat is going to be, which I'm already accepting applications for, even though I don't have the date yet, but I will soon. Um, so that's at the website, my Instagram, my TikTok. I'm always posting fire downloads on there. So I'm just at Kelsey Aida. That's a good spot to get into my world and get a lot of good, juicy stuff. And then um, the podcast, High Vibe In It, that I co-host with my friend Lindsay, who's a hypnotherapist. If you like hearing me talk really fast about enthusiastic life, spiritual, personal development stuff, that's the place for you, <laughs> the podcast. And yeah, read my books. I would just invite people to use me as a resource in whatever way resonates with you, whether it's the retreat, whether it's one-on-one, -on -one, whether it's a book, whether it's all the books, whether it's the podcast, like I really have devoted my life to making everyone's life as awesome as mine um, because I take ownership for everybody. Like the, my spiritual belief is that everyone is God, everything is God. And no matter how great my life is or how like awesome I've been able to raise my vibration and create all this amazing stuff, like 
what about that part of me? What about this person? What about that part of me? What about that part of me? So I'm just trying to get everyone on board the heaven on earth train and help people manifest their highest timeline and live their best life in the most self-loving and nourishing and gentle and healing way. So just please use me as a resource. That would be my request. Mm. I don't even want to say anything. That was- yes. Me neither. Me neither. No, I end just want to be like, that end recording. End mic drop. the mic drop. <laughs> that was so freaking lovely. You're such a beautiful human. Um, it's like, you know, if you read the our, our little synopsis on our from our podcast on Love Human, I feel like you said it too in your own words. It's yes. like, we're all connected. We're all the divine. We're all... Um, Oh God, I love how you speak about that. It's really, it's really moving to me. And I, and I love hearing it. And I got goosebumps again. Yay. Thank you. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I always, I always try to teach that, especially at my self-love retreats. And when I'm talking about self-love, like self-love is really just love because everyone is also yourself. So if you're loving somebody, you're just loving another part of yourself and to practice self-love and to give your love to yourself and to different parts of yourself internally. Like, let's say you're loving the part of you that's anxious, or you're learning to love your inner critic, or you're learning to love and understand whatever the party that's very competitive, like me, like you just practice love on a micro level so you can do it on the macro level because people have this fear oh if I become too self-loving I'm going to be a nurse a narcissist oh if I become too self-loving I'm going to get conceited and that could not be further from the truth the more you learn how to love yourself and accept all parts of you is going to be reflected to you and through you in your interpersonal relationships so the better your relationship with self internally the better your relationship with self externally with all the other parts of you walking around this earth yes mm. amen i love that so much yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh so, my goodness thanks for Kelsey. letting me ramble no oh, that's not a ramble that was that's our the, ramble yeah that, that ramble. yeah that was our jam right there preach, always preach. inviting yeah. people you know to love themselves and knowing that that does uh, just vibrate and radiate out. You know, we know there's always that ripple effect and we're here to create more and more of that. So Mm -hmm. Kelsey, thank you so much for um, allowing us to just dig in, you know, and uh, learn more about you, share all of your gifts with our audience. We'll um, put all of your information in the show notes and uh, we've just so enjoyed having you with us today. Yay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Likewise. This was so fun. Awesome. Yeah. All right. You beautiful humans. We invite you to remember to love yourself until next time. Bye. Love yourself. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope you found it inspiring and digestible. If you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us. If you'd take a moment to follow us. So you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And if you're feeling really generous, please share and review our podcast as long as it's a five-star review. Otherwise, never mind. Maybe just keep that to yourself. And lastly, if you're new to human design or just curious to learn more about your own, Amy and I both have offerings for that. We also have an extensive human design community that we belong to. So if we don't feel like the right fit, we can certainly guide you to someone who is.